Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is June 1st, 2022. So whether you are are spiritual, whether you believe in aliens or God, whether you are black, white, Mexican, color has no influence in this world no more because we are living in times of fighting or dying we are living in times where the human race is being pushed an idea of self-destruction push an idea of influence that only leads to hatred between each other with only so many moments of love that we are sharing let there be more let us start believing each other that much more so we can really really start to evolve and hopefully one day every single one of us will be at peace again I am your host Leonardo and this is Subliminal Master Studios welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is Subliminal Message Studios, and we are on our Blaze It Hour, where we cover the global elites, the New World Order, the Great Reset, the Great Replacement. We cover the elite class that are um, that have penetrated, in their own words, every government office in the world some governments they control to an absolute everything is in their hands as they push them up like they have strings tied around each finger and they're just manipulating everything as long as we go and you know um right now what um what what a what a just what a backwards time to be alive where our senators here in Nebraska can put out tweets telling or calling Republicans mass shooters one tweet I just saw in particular from uh, one of our senators where oh, oh, openly not only not only was she putting tweets out like that but she was liking other other senators that were Democrat and some Republican senators were even jumping on board and saying, oh, you know what, I don't really agree with your opinion, but I do believe it's a mental health issue. Which drives the narrative, because I, I, I brought this up a little bit before, but I really, really want to drive this home, guys. Whenever they say mental health issue, that's a broad, broad prospect. It's a vague vague spectrum it's just like when they say common uh, common sense gun reform that's such a vague sect a, a vague spectrum within itself because you're if you say common sense gun reform well first of all is uh, uh common sense is 
let's see, like, you know what I mean? Um, right before I leave the house, make sure I lock the door. You know what I mean? If you're living in the city, it's just common sense to make sure you lock the door right before you leave your house. More than likely, there might be something or someone that has malintentions to rob you or take something from you. And that's not to say it's going to happen every two seconds, but um, you know these things do happen. And apparently, to the uh, uh, to the FBI statistics, they happen once every 25 seconds, or anywhere from 13 to 25 seconds. So these things do happen. And we were just, uh, you know, and and um, things are going to start changing. You're going to start because if you guys don't remember when uh, about I think it was about like eight, ten years, or maybe like ten or twelve years ago now. It's amazing I can actually say that, by the way. About like 10 years, 10 or 12 years ago, I remember you can get on YouTube. And I remember specifically, you could type something into YouTube and it would bring you exactly what you're, you know, exactly what you typed in. And now if you type something into YouTube or if you put something into your uh, search engine on the Internet, it gives you something that is has nothing to do with what you typed in. And that's because the algorithms they're putting into these systems, you know what I mean? They know the information is is going to get out on the Internet because the Internet is now public. But they want to control it in a way where they minimize where it's at within the Internet system, if that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? They're not going to keep on putting the information. When you type something in into YouTube or Twitter, it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? You see these, any of these um, Silicon Valley elitist corporations well they're going to put the information in the back so you got to go you know scroll through like 60 pages before you actually find the information that you typed in and it goes even further than that you know what i mean because now the news and the mainstream media is going along with you know oh no it's it's common sense gun reform and i'm going to destroy that i'm going to i'm going to just say on standpoint guys listen whenever you say common sense gun reform and I want the libtards to really, really understand this and understand the reason why common sense gun reform will never happen. And, and, and if it does, um, I honestly believe that's one of the main things that they want to push is making calibers of weapons illegal. And that's what they're really, really going after right now. You know what I mean? That's what the Democrats are going after right now. They're going after the caliber of weapon. You know what I mean? Thinking they're smart and shit like that. Um, they're not. But... Whenever you say common sense gun reform, that's a broad spectrum. You're not really getting into because, okay, well, is common sense, wouldn't common sense be for me to have a gun on me if, um, if like, if I, if I'm, uh, um, out with, um, uh, my girlfriend or, you know what I mean, whatever. Um, and, and I, uh, walk inside, she wants to stay in the car. So I go inside, uh, we're at a gas station. I go inside to get something to drink. She decides to stay in the car. Maybe she wants to do her makeup, smoke a cigarette. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. You know what I mean? Uh, plan her phone. I don't know. Whatever. And, um, a group full of men, uh, uh, just so happen to run up to the car and try to hijack the car and immediately start beating her and, and, you know, like literally trying to kill her, trying to attempting to get her out of the car. Would it not be common sense for me to have a gun right at that moment? So that's why, like, that's just, you know, and I'm getting, just trying to give you a couple examples of why common sense gun reform is just like when the Republicans are saying, oh, yeah, we do need to talk about mental health. Mental health, I can attack that, too. That's such a, 
it's such a vague statement. If I get my arm cut off and I'm suffering through the depression of losing my fucking arm, is that a mental health? You Should I not be allowed to go get a firearm? What if me going to get a pistol now that I've uh, got one arm cutting off and I want to go get a pistol? What if me and that gives me new life? You know, that gives me new meaning. As weird as it sounds, I know that might be sounding you know, weird to some of the libtards that listen to the show and stuff like that. But as weird as that sounds, what if that's the case? Or, um, and, and you know, the same goes with, let's, or, or let's say I'm paralyzed. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be armed. Let's say I'm paralyzed. The only thing that really, really I, I liked doing before I was paralyzed was um, playing video games. But now I'm paralyzed and I just can't play video games because it's just not cool anymore. I lost my legs. I can't, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? So I, I, I want to start shooting because I used to play in these, you know, I used to be a one player being these one player shooter games all the time. You know what I mean? And now I'm fucking paralyzed, you know what I mean? And I can't uh, use my fingers or something like that correctly, but I can still shoot a gun. And that gives me new life. That brings me better mental health. So you have to understand when I, these two talking points, and that's why they give these, that's why they give the American people these talking points. You know, because there's, it's, it's so vague. It's just like the Patriot Act or the um, U.S. Uh, US uh, War Criminal Act. You know what I mean? Um, it's such a vague statement. The it sounds cool, and that's what they want. They want stuff to just sound cool. They don't want you to actually dig in to what's into the the um, laws that they push through. Kind of like HR six six six, which if you look at it, it's an anti racist uh, anti racist bill. But then you look into it and see what law, what um different laws will have to be modified and what is in the bill itself well shit then you f- come to find out well it actually puts uh, americans back in detention camps um it, it there's um suddenly a gun uh, the second amendment does become illegal christian uh, practicing christianity is illegal uh, is illegal outside of your home there's a bunch of stuff in that hr 666 is and they put it under the umbrella of anti, you know, anti-racist uh, theory or anti-being uh, anti-racist. You know what I'm saying? And um, so it sounds cool to the public when they hear it at face value. And then when people are so jarred by a statement, even if they don't agree with a statement, if they see that it has thousands and thousands of likes, even if they don't agree with it, they will still like it. And that's been proven by Facebook and Instagram. Um, speaking of that, um, uh, you know, you could just ask the Department of Justice right now or the Pentagon right now because they are in the middle of investigating Instagram again um, because they believe that Instagram is directly influencing and maybe may or may not be causing more anxiety and more depression by design, by their algorithms that they have in their systems. You know, um, so, uh, and, and, you know, it goes even further than that. You know, we've been covering, um, DARPA's avatar program quite, uh, quite a bit with Dr. Uh, Dr. Justin Sanchez and a few other doctors that have just literally blown, uh, at least my mind hearing these guys speak. And a lot of these, what these guys have said has been back in 2014, 2013, 2017. Hell, I was just, uh, watching a, uh, a video on band, uh, video on Bandot video, and just, just, it's amazing on how far, it, all you got to do is look into the past. I guess that's what I'm really, really going to try to say. 
Because when you look into the past, you start to see that certain technologies have been in a place for a very, very long time. Like back in the 1990s, guys, there's a certain gentleman that testified in front of Congress when it came to uh, frequencies and how certain frequencies can literally, literally change and alter the way you think and the way you feel inside your body by the frequency of uh, like a radio frequency. That's what I'm trying to say. And how scientists have actually been practicing on this technique for a very long time. Some since the 1930s, guys. Like this goes back a long, long, long time. And um, if you don't, uh, I, and uh, if you guys want to listen to that podcast, I have it. I have it uploaded. It's um, inhumane frequencies. Can they trigger genocide? Just an amazing Polly St. George. And um, uh, I, I have it on. It's on Anchor. Go on Spotify. It's all up there. Subliminal Message Studios. All one word. Just go on my Anchor. Follow me on here, guys. But um, it, it's just out of this world. And um, us. Uh, it goes, it goes even further than that with the DARPA Avatar program where they're actually using these frequencies and pushing it even further to completely, like, I, I'm thinking that radio frequencies, all they could do when they're first getting into this, all they could do is just change the altercation of the mind. They could make them more matter and stuff like that, but now with the new genre of of fast and instant um, information, and now with the new uh, the new technology is out, they've had to up the game. So that's why um, I've been focusing so much on the Avatar program, guys, um, because I honestly believe the Avatar program could be one of the variables in some of these mass school shootings, along with the police conditioning that, uh, you know, along with the police conditioning of do these tactics and do these tactics and, and more with the polarization with the cops to see the general civilization as the civil war enemy. You know what I mean? If you, if you don't realize that, guys, there's police unions right now all across America that are holding holding meetings with their constituents and other police unions in other states and telling them that we need to be prepared to take away Americans' guns because it is in the cards. This stuff, um, you know, it's, it's getting, uh, it's getting, um, it's, it's, it's getting drastic, guys. And um, we do have some, uh, I do want to touch base on the Eula Bailey, the Texas school, uh, school shooting, because this is more, uh, I, I want to try to stay on this because I want to follow the polarization. I want to follow the distinction and the, the change. And I, I'm, I'm going to try to describe it in a way, in a way to uh, my listeners so you guys see the switch. So you guys can actually see it in real time, the switch of the culture, because they're trying to change the culture into more into more of the psychopaths and more into unempathetic towards one another. And I want to get to this short video because um, apparently CNN and the uh, the, um, left and the the fake news Fake news has been pushing the narrative that the chief of police has not been talking to DHS, which in fact he has been. But the culture is shifting to where it's cool and trendy to be unempathetic towards one another and only be a part of your group if that's your group, even if it hurts 
even if it hurts freedom and it takes away your freedoms in the end, you, people are so brainwashed into thinking and believing that this is a new narrative. So like I said, guys, the public embarrassment, when, when there's many different um, variables to um, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. However, one of the main variables and the principles of it and the subliminal messaging that they wanted to push in the children's brain was public embarrassment. It's cool and it's trendy to be public embarrassment because what happens after you you enthrill and you involve yourself mentally into believing that statement? Well, then suddenly... Once you're able to embarrass other people publicly, especially publicly, and think you're accepting and think it's cool and stuff like that, well, then it's a lot easier to be what? Unempathetic. If you see someone getting hurt, it's easy to be unempathetic because, after all, you think it's cool and trendy to be public, to public embarrass someone. And then go, and then it goes even further into psychopath. And that's, that's, I want to get to this clip real quick. And this is of the uh, police, uh, police chief that um, is having a discussion with um, a CNN anchor. And he, and he actually states time after time, no, that's a lie. I've been talking with DHS every single day. It's a lie. But, um, you could hear the unempathetic in his voice. Like, okay, well, the school shooting is over with. Who cares? Like trying to push it off because that's the way the culture is being drive. So let's go to this uh, clip right here. Everybody, just so everybody, just so everybody knows, we've been in contact with DPS every day. Just so you know, they say you're every not, day. They say that you're not cooperating. I've, I've been on the phone with them every day. Just they so you say know. you're not cooperating. Just, 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 just so you know, we've been talking to them every day. What, what, is, your, what is your reaction? Y'all have a good day. This is the first time Arredondo has commented since two brief press statements on the day of the attack. Meanwhile, so like like I said, guys, you can just and and um, I'll, I'll I'm gonna go back just a little bit so you guys can hear a little more of the discussion, um, because the discussion is 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 um very very much uh very very it's it's in his voice. That's that's why I want to really really uh play uh play like play a little more of this discussion because it's in his voice and 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 i'm not gonna and i'm not gonna say anything about the person or anything like that because this police chief actually has stated plenty of times on his social media accounts about trump being a racist and how americans are spoiled and americans don't know what it means to be actually poor and stuff like that so the police chief within himself has a very very left-winging evil a cultish mentality, you know, the group mentality kills freedom until the group learns to think by itself on its own as individuals, which you have to separate the group in order for that to happen. And we are so far uh, down the line of actually thinking for ourselves as individuals. Like I said, guys, every single time something drastic happens, we get our talking points from either the left left side of the news or the right side of the news. No, it's it's no one thinks for themselves anymore. And if you do give your if you do give another opinion, like okay, this is my opinion. I don't think it's a common sense gun reform. I think that's just a dumbass. I think that's stupid as hell. I don't think it's a mental health reform. I don't think mental health has anything to do with it because mental health within itself is such a vague statement. But I will tell you what my opinion is, is when it comes to guns and school shootings, I think it's an education problem. I think if we start to educate 
the youth and stop the the stop the 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 brainwashing towards guns and stop the brainwashing towards this culture of it's it's fun it's fun to be victim it's fun to get raped but you know what i mean oh but then it's fun to be a victim oh but then it's also fun to go out every single night and be a fucking loser oh it's fun to make fun of people that actually are educated it's fun to like what other people say even if you don't agree with it so there's a lot, like, you know what I mean? Um, uh, let's, uh, I want to get to the second clip. And this is just a little more of the police chief and the CNN anchor um, spewing bullshit. But I, the reason why I'm getting to it, like I said, is because I really, really want you guys to hear the the, the divisiveness. Not just, it's, I don't want to use that word. It's the, the cultural shift that we are seeing right now because like I said the secret societies that is of the Illuminati and others like the uh, Club of Rome and the Davos group they're realizing that they cannot drive a civil war off of a bunch of victimhood and a narcissist where everyone's looking to be the victim everyone's looking to have the moral ground even if the moral ground is not a moral ground it's evil it's sadistic has nothing to do with what's right and wrong it's just oh i look better you know what i'm saying so let's get to this clip right now and just so just so everybody just so everybody just so everybody knows we've been in contact with dps every day just so you know every day shooter when I can't even do it. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna cut that uh, bullshit off right there, guys. Um, and, you, and did you hear what he said too? Oh well, you know we're, we're gonna wait until they're done grieving. When when is that? Like you know, saying that. See, it's it's that psychology right there. Oh, we're gonna wait for them to uh, get done grieving. I can't. I, and all the libtards I've already heard all across Twitter, uh, uh, all across Twitter, is that the police should leave the parents alone. They need to be grieving. They're grieving. Okay. Well, then. Okay. First of all, when. When when's the when is the time for any of these parents that lost children in the Eula Valley Texas school school shooting? When are they not going to be grieving? That's my question. When are they not going to be grieving after suffering through something as tragic as they did? And then on top of that, the police stood down and they even tasered parents. They even, they, they were beating parents up. They were tasing their parents, preventing parents, even full well knowing that the parents could have put vests on, armed up, and went and shot that son of a bitch. But the police wanted a higher, bigger count, or something happened, guys. There was something strange, and we've been covering it in detail, and that's why I've been hammering away with the Avatar program by DARPA, and, um... And also, and also, I, that's also why I've been following it so much because more and more information is coming out. For instance, uh, we're just now finding out that the door was never propped open; it closed, and the teacher stated that she 
saw the car crash, heard the people from the funeral home yell, the, the man has got a gun. The woman called the cops, said the co- told the cops the man is shooting. She kicked the rock from the door, and she apparently closed the door. And she said, oh, I thought it closed. First of all, I, I'm going to break this bullshit down for you guys right now and tell you guys why that within itself is a lie. Now, it's it's just my um, just my opinion. I'm going to say that. I'm going to. This is just my opinion. I shouldn't say it's a lie. This is just my opinion. I'm 100% sure that when you shut an automatic door. And it doesn't lock. That means the system itself was down. Or at least part of the system was down. So right away, what I'm wondering is, has is anyone asked if they have looked at the actual security systems on the doors and see whether or not if they failed and looked at other doors and found out if any of their security systems had any breaches within the time of the school shooting. And we're also finding out that there was an artificial artificial intelligence operation that was done two weeks prior at the school along with the school shooting uh, drill. They were doing them, apparently they were doing them a lot at that school. It's, uh, I'm telling you right now, this, it's, 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 um, you know, I don't know if they're doing, I don't know if, um, I'm kind of starting, it's starting to get the feeling that these school shooting drills are being done at schools, so, Certain psychologists that know full well what they're planning and what they want to happen at the at the school, somehow I'm getting the feeling that the real reason behind these school shootings, or the, I'm sorry, these school shooting drills, is so these these psychologists or these um, you know these uh, these secret society members uh, that are that are on the Illuminati board and stuff like that I'm wondering if they're going to these schools and they're seeing how complicit the students are to the school shooting drill itself like they're taking notes they're, they're seeing how many students are aggressive after they you know what I mean they get down in fetal position because you can actually tell that you know what I mean? Especially, I, I remember going through a school shooting drill at um, one of my schools, at, at one of my um, uh, elementary schools, I believe it was. And I re- even remember, I even remember hearing some of the uh, uh, some of the people because I, 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 my head was down, so I couldn't hear. But I remember hearing, you know, they would probably run. They probably wouldn't stay here. They probably all run. And she and, and the tone of her voice was very disappointed. The tone of her voice was, "Oh my God, they won't stay here and get killed." That's the tone of her voice that she had. They're not going to stay here if it actually happens. They probably all run. And so, like, I'm I'm honestly wondering if that's a, if that's one of the reasons. And I'm not and I'm not saying that's the reason the reason why these school uh, shooting drills were started. I, I'm simply stating that. That may be 
one of the reasons they're using these school shooting drills to find out which school they're going to be able to have a higher death count out count count at or more complicity within the students so they can get that higher death count or they're doing these school shooting drills and they're seeing which school is just more complicit you know which school will actually which students will actually stay there if a, you know what i mean during this you know what i mean uh if a school shooting was actually happened which how many students will actually listen to us and stay in place and get mowed down like good little slaves so that's uh it's it's um it's some crazy shit nowadays man it's some crazy crazy stuff now uh governor uh tech uh governor um Greg Abbott uh, out in Texas, he wants a special a special session when it involves the police um, uh, being told to stand down. Now, um, with the Department of Justice and the Pentagon and the FBI already so much involved in the investigation already, guys, I, I got to be honest, I don't see... I don't see any real truth coming out about it. For instance, they're not mentioning the artificial intelligence program that was being operated on the school itself, or whether they had anything to do with doors not locking, right? They're not mentioning anything about the school shooter himself, Ramos, being able to afford $5,000, almost $5,000, I think it was a little over that, $5,000 worth of equipment at a moment's notice, too. I want to inform everyone that um, now, if you're if you have five thousand dollars just laying around, like like you say you just saved up, you know what I'm saying. But then that also comes into question. Okay, well then, was Ramos? How long was Ramos saving up this money for five thousand dollars? And what was he using it for? That causes that. And see, you see that that brings so many different other questions. But he was able to gather that much money almost at a moment's notice and buy that type of equipment. And on top of that, the school, or not the school, but uh, some of the police, uh, one police precinct actually knew that he was making death threats. He was he was hurting, he was self-mutilating himself. So the police knew That there may or may not have been something very, very wrong with Ramos. And on top of that, Facebook, whenever you make a provocative post, you make you send a message to one of your friends and you tell one of your friends on a Messenger, on Facebook or whatever, and you tell that friend that you're going to go kill somebody or you just killed somebody, Facebook, in their own words, will immediately turn on your microphone Turn on your video, whether you are using a laptop or your cell phone, and it will immediately start recording everything that you're doing. So I got to tell you, man, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's getting, it's getting up there. It's getting up there, man. And you know, what? with, with, and with so much, so much, um, fake, uh, Fake following on Twitter and these and social media in general, you know what I mean? People really need to start realizing that a lot of the things that they see on Twitter, you know, the likes and you know what I mean, all this and that, they're all auto-generated. They're all fake. 
You know what I mean? You, you got to start. You, you really have to really, really get into a dark room and really start thinking for yourself. You know what I mean? I'm, like when I say, you know, when I talked about men, the mental health, uh, you know, these fake ass Republicans talking about uh, mental health and stuff like that. I'm not saying that mental health is not real. I'm simply stating that saying the gun problem is a mental health issue is such a vague statement. It's not real. It's like when you say you have an addiction. You don't have an addiction. You can call it whatever you want to. It's you are selfish. You are selfish. It's not an addiction. It's you're selfish. You can call it whatever you want to, man. You can use the words that they have given you to spell your mind. To use witchcraft on your mind to convince you, oh, it's not it's not me, me, me being selfish. It's just I have an addiction. I'm addicted to meth. I have an addiction, but I'm trying my hardest to sway myself off of my addiction. You don't have an addiction. You're just spelling yourself. You you are using witchcraft on yourself. You don't have an addiction. You are selfish. That that that's a whole nother tangent, ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, um let me try to um uh get back into get into some more news, guys, because after all. Things are escalating uh, more and more. And I mean more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Now, um, what I what I, what, what I uh, mean by that, I want to get to this uh, real quick. So uh, a columnist on the New York Times and uh, Black Lives Matter and now uh, major LGBT groups and uh, Democrats, uh, senators and um, the Democratic side in the state of Nebraska is all calling for non-stop protests until they until they restrict gun access. That is right, guys. So a New York Times columnist, Black Lives Matter, and LGBT groups all across the matter call for non-stop parade or protest until stricter gun laws are put into effect. My bad, I'm hiccuping. So, um, uh, uh, New York Times published calling for the U.S. government to pass a nonstop parade of gun control laws to restrict gun ownership. He suggests that solution is for Congress to pass many laws restricting gun access, including banning it all outright. Now, the um, when I hear uh, the, the heart, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I am so sorry. Now, President Biden said the Second Amendment is not absolute and hinted that popular 9mm handguns that should be banned in a Memorial Day speech Monday. Blow said he is on the same page with Republicans who believe gun laws are a slippery slope. And um, I, I played that for you guys. Uh, remember, I played that for you guys, I think it was like four or five times just because I couldn't believe what he just got done saying. So President Biden stated... That a 22 round will get lodged in the lung, but a 9mm round will blow the entire lung out. And uh, that within itself is completely, completely false. That's untrue. That's that's just a flat out lie. A 22 bullet is actually more um, lethal than a 9mm bullet within itself. And I can explain to you uh, why again, just real quick, if I may. So a 22 bullet uh, flies at such a fast pace and it is so little 
And it actually, uh, what it does when it enters the body, it actually starts ricocheting off of your organs, off of your bones within your body. And if you uh, don't know what uh, that does, well, just imagine a bullet flying all throughout your insides and your chest. 22s are way more lethal than a 9mm round. Just look it up. Ask any police officer. They are way more lethal because when they go inside of the body, they tend to ricochet everywhere. They highly are, are they, 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 more than likely, that is exactly what they do when they do enter into a body. They highly, highly are unlikely to enter into a body and just sit there. And just stay there. You know what I mean? It's not a BB gun. Now, um, they see the passage of gun safety laws as a slippery slope that could lead to, this is what uh, President Biden uh, stated, by the way. They see the passage of gun safety laws as a slippery slope that could lead to more sweeping laws and even one day national gun registries, insurance requirements, and bans. I see the same, and I actively, actively hope for it. Individual laws like federal universal background checks and bans on assault rifles and high cap uh, capacity magazines will most likely make a dent, but they cannot end gun violence. Invariably, more mass shooters will occur that none of those laws would would have prevented. Gun culture is a canyard and a corruption. Below continued, we have to stop all the lies. We have to stop the lie that fewer gun restrictions make us safer. Now, um, uh, this is back to the New York Times columnist. Now, Blow has previously argued that the Supreme Court is an instrument of oppression, criticized President Biden's pledge to defund the police, and said he was personally devastated that then President Trump increased support among black and LGBT voters in the 2020 election. Now, the White House, congressional Democrats, and some Republicans have expressed openness to passing gun control legislation. Canada's government recently announced legislation to ban gun ownership and enact mandatory buybacks of assault-style weapons, guys. And, um, yeah, man, uh, and, and yeah, uh, uh, Canada, um, they did indeed start the all-out all ban of gun ownership. And we have, we, we have, we have lived to see the, um, lived to see the gay, uh, lived to see the gay day. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to do a play on words, but it, it didn't work out. Yeah. So, um, Canada is, um, has most recently put into their, uh, put into effect the ban of, uh, assault weapons, buybacks, and the elimination of handgun sales and possession. And Trudeau has stated many times, multiple times, that he loves dictatorships. He actually said that he loves what China is doing with their lockdown, with their common dictatorship, I believe was his personal words. Now, um, Canada does not have open carry laws like in the U.S. It also requires that each gun... Uh, be registered with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Firearms fall into the three categories, non-restricted like rifles and shotguns, restricted like certain handguns or semi-automatic weapons, and prohibited, which most typically includes automatic weapons. Now, um, 
the U.S. leads the data with 397, 347 arms in civilian possession, which adequates to more than 120 weapons per 100 people. Yeah, and and we we you know we, I want every single one of them. By the way, so guys, you know uh, you know just you know what a time to be alive. You know Canada uh, Canada is doing, and this is all part of the global agenda. This is all part of the global uh, great reset. This is all part of the um, great replacement of and of, of getting rid of um, america americans getting rid of christians getting rid of gun owners getting rid of who they deem as conspiracy theory and then replacing that workforce that they have now either killed or put into a detention camp like what the chinese did with the uyghurs and they have been doing it with the uyghurs for a very long time now but after all, we think what happens in China China is fabulous. But this is all part of the, the global scheme of depopulation and destroying the earth. While at the same time they tell the general population of the world that no, it's your fault that the world is being destroyed. And it's it's hyping up, guys. It's it's um, it's hyping up more and more. It's just not, and it's not just the New York Times that has produced the stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's Washington Post. It's CNN. It's 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 both sides of the spectrum. But if you really, really, really start to listen to what they say, it always ends with "It's your fault." You ever realize that? It always ends with "It's your fault." It's your you're the problem. You see what I'm saying? No, don't support your family and friends. Support Ukraine, and anybody that doesn't support Ukraine, well, they're they're racist, and it, and it blows my mind because, like I said, guys, some of the same people, they have cousins, they have sisters, they have brothers, they have uncles that are desperately in need of help. They have friends that are desperately in need of help, but they'll put a Ukrainian flag in their profile. They'll put a a Black Lives Matter flag in their profile. And they'll send money left and right to these countries that they have never met. They have no idea about. They've never even been concerned about until the mainstream establishment has told them to. They will support them. But when it, when it comes to the people right near them, you know what I mean? The people closest to them, the their friends, their family. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, sorry, man. I ain't got the money for it. Sorry, man. I can't support your podcast. Sorry, man. You know what I mean? I, I just don't want to follow you on this. Oh, sorry, man. Um, I can't, I can't help watch your kids, you know, or sorry, man. I can't, I can't help find your job. You know, sorry, I can't do this, but then they'll go out of the way to support things that they have never heard about until it became a global trend until it became a trend until it became a part of the trendy culturalism you know until it became cool so the mainstream uh, mainstream establishment news and uh, New York Times post is what I'm reading off of are saying that racist and violent ideas jump from web fringes to mainstream sites guys and um, and what they're what they're going to refer to is uh, um, the the uh, the market shooter, the grocery shop shooter, that was a Democrat. He believed in 
democratic um, ideologies. He was a, a strong, strong, strong believer in the LGBTQ movement. He was a strong believer in the gun buybacks. But he was also he also researched the Great Replacement Theory one time on his web search. Now the New York Times is running with it because he researched the Great Replacement Theory trying to actually inform himself. But as soon as he re- informed himself, oh, well then that's when uh, that that's when uh, you know um, ap- ap- Operation uh, um, the Avatar uh, Operation Avatar. That's when that started to kick in. And there's also some heavy news when it comes to the market shooter. Turns out the market shooter actually had um, friends or uh, family members that revolved and that worked for the deep state. So like every single time, guys, there's there's always uh, something more. And it, it, it same thing with the Columbine shooters. Multiple reports of other shooters at Columbine, multiple eyewitnesses saying that they see a man with fading bald, uh, a fading bald head and a man with an army crew cut that is throwing pipe bombs on type uh, on top of the library. Just all sorts of all sorts of deep state activity that always seems to happen Whenever it comes to these school shooters, and then it just gets pushed aside, you know, it never gets told. But the but 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 you know what does get told is the brainwashing of you're bad. You need to have your guns taken away. You need to have your your freedom taken away in some kind. Your freedom of speech needs to be stricken down. It's not what you say. Oh, it's just how you say it. You know what I mean? So um, right now we are in a progression of them getting ready. To build the America up, so when they do the internet shutdown, well, the, the America likes it. You know, America is accepting of it because, oh, after all, we have to stop all these violent extremist ideas on the internet and on social media platforms. Oh my God, Republicans! You know, I saw a Twitter post by one of our senators. I'm gonna get to it right now. She literally put on her uh, Twitter feed. She said, "Republicans are mass shooters." And Republicans support mass shooters. This is the exact reason why we are seeing school shooters is these types of ideologies right there. But these are the same people. I crap you not, dude. These are the same people that claim that. Oh, I, I just want peace. Oh, I just want everyone to love everyone. Oh, I don't harm anyone. You know, these are the same people that are 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 pushing the most hateful ideology all across the Twitter feed, all across the social media platforms, and they're going into schools, and they're and they're having talks at our, our city councils, and people are getting brainwashed by these people, and it's. It, it, you cannot, I'm not going to say you, I would never say you need to take away their freedom of speech. I would never say that. But we need to start fighting these people at every moment. It's, it, when, when you go on your social media platform, you need to start fighting these people. You need to start calling them out. You need to start attacking these people and their ideologies right then and there. You need to start attacking their ideologies right then and there. And I'd never call for violence, ever. Ever. We never will here at Subliminal Message Studios. I never will. However, we do need to start attacking these ideologies right when we see them. 
We need to start calling them out right when we see them. Stop just allowing these ideologies to go by and, and, and then wonder, well, there's another school shooting that's happened. And speaking of that, you know, there's already been an, uh, uh, one of our senators, uh, Biden, uh, not Biden, but um, uh, I cannot remember which senator was. But he has stated in a very cryptic way that the next school shooting is happening. The ma- the next mass shooting is going to happen. It's 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 being cooked up right now. I believe uh, was one of the things he said. Now, um, getting back into um, uh, the New York Times post saying that we need to restrict the First Amendment and we need to um, get rid of the internet. But when I say that, just real quick, guys, before I get into this, when I say they're going to do an internet shutdown, now I'm not. Um, I, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that they're not going to bring it back up. You see, they're going to do this internet shutdown, and when they bring the internet back up, guys, what they're going to do is you're only going to have subscribed information on your internet feed. It's only, and when you do a search, like when you go on Google or Bing or whatever you have, Chromecast, I don't give a shit, whatever you have. When you do a search, the only information that you're going to get is information that they will give to you. It's not going to be like, oh, well, like nowadays, if you type something in on your search engine, you may have to scroll through like, you know, five, six different pages on your search engine, but it will be there because they cannot get rid of it. Now, after the internet shutdown, you're only going to get the information that you are subscribed to. And that's it. And when you search for something that isn't, uh, let's just say, mainstream, if, if you want to put it like that, when you search for something that isn't mainstream, that's when it's going to hit you. The information is going to be there. And everyone's going to be like, oh, well, I think we're in an inter- inner dimension. I could have sworn the Operation Paperclip was real. But now when I do a search a search on it on the Internet, it's not even coming up. And they're going to start changing. They're going to start changing the definitions like Anthony Fauci has already did with gain of functions. And they're going to start changing the definition of certain operations like Operation Paperclip, like the Kintler experiment. Like Operation Gladio, like Project Avatar, like MK Ultra, like Operation Sabatos, like the Gulf of Tonkin, like w- WMDs never fucking being in Iraq. How many soldiers did we kill out there? Excuse my language. Now, all of these things I just mentioned, after the internet shutdown, you're going to look these things up, guys, and the definitions are going to be completely changed. They might still be on your internet. They might still be on the internet, but the definitions and what really happened are going to be, going to be completely, completely changed. They're going to do the same thing the Nazis did when the Third Reich came into power, one of the first things they did when the Third Reich came into power, ladies and gentlemen, was they got rid of books that did not agree with the status quo. They started burning books. They had actually a whole uh, a whole student tree, if you want, 
they're called the young little Nazis, the young little Aryan Nazis, blue-eyed, you know, blonde hair, and there's you, know, you can find pictures of them right now. They had them burn their own school books because they were convinced that this is bigotry, this is hateful. And they were told and they were taught inadvertently hateful and cultism indoctrination that was of the Third Reich at that time. So that's how this internet is going to shut down. Now, getting back into, uh, uh, I keep on going off point, guys. I, I apologize. Getting back into um, the New York Times and mainstream media establishment um, saying that we need we need some form of censorship on the internet, but it's not going to be the censorship that the libtards want. I hate, I hate to say to you, libtards, it's not going to be the type of censorship that you want because as soon as you do something that does not fit what they want, they're going to get rid of you too. Now, on uh, they, they go on by saying on March 30th, the young man accused of the mass shooting at a Topps grocery store in Buffalo surfed through a smorgasbord of racist and anti-Semitic websites online. On BitChute, a video sharing site known for hosting a right-wing extremism, he listened to a lecture on the decline of the American middle class by Finnish extremists. On YouTube, he found a lurid video of a car driving through black neighborhoods in Detroit. Over the course of the next week that followed, his online roading show he had lingered in figurative chat rooms on Reddit and 4chan, but also read articles on race and Huffington Post and Medium. He watched local television news reports of gruesome crimes. He toggled between documentaries on extremist websites and gun tutorials on YouTube. So real quick, guys, that's what everyone does. Everyone does that. How many? I, I, I want to hear in the comments section on how many women think... Uh, think serial killers are fucking cool. I want to like, and same goes with men. Let me know how. I let me know in the comments section how many of you think serial killers are are cool. So, so these statements right here, guys. This is how the brainwashing. This is how the brainwashing happens. You see, they're they're telling you that oh, he was on right wing extremists. Extreming online chatting boards. He was on right wing extremist online internet um, internet um, uh, social media platforms, and he watched gruesome crimes and uh, toggle between uh, toggle between documentaries, right? Of extreme uh, extreme uh, websites, you know, extreme right wing websites. I wonder how many uh, libtards have done that within this second while I've been uh, on live, uh, while I've been live right now. But that's how the brainwashing works. I, I, you know what I mean? Just, just in short, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and by the way, just real quick, um, he was only on one what you we would call right wing uh, website, and that's when he uh, that's when he was um, studying the Great Replacement Theory. Oh, and by the way, the young man was a Democrat. He believed in the LGBT group. You saw it over his webpage. Um, he believed in guns being taken away. All of this and that. So him searching through these uh, right wing right-wing posts, if that's what you want to call them, guess what? He searched through these things 
because he hated them. And that's how these guys are lying to you. You see, they're telling you, oh, he was on extreme extremist um, websites and extremist uh, chat rooms and shit like that. But they're not telling you, well, what was he saying in these chat rooms? Right? And then if you look at some of the things he's saying in the chat rooms, well, shit, dude, he was... He was threatening every single right winger in that chat room. He was telling them, I'm going to go kill everyone. Some deep state shit right here, guys. Now, the young man who was uh, indicated by a grand jury last week has been portrayed by the authorities and some media outlets as a troubled outcast who acted alone when he killed 10 black people in the grocery store and wounded three more. In fact, he dwelled in numerous online communities where he and others consumed and shared racist and violent content. Oh, yeah, sure. Now, the Buffalo attack has renewed focus on the role that social media and other websites continue to play in acts of violent extremism, with criticism coming from the public as well as government officials. Facebook pointed to its rules and policies that prohibit hateful content. In a statement, a spokesperson, a spokeswoman said that platform detects over 96% of content tied to hate organizations before it is reported. Twitter declined to comment. Some of the social media posts on Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit that the New York Times identified through the reverse image searches were deleted. Some of the accounts that shared the image were suspended. That's not, oh yeah, but that's not a, that's not, and you know what? And you know what? That's not suspicious at all, right? It's not suspicious at all. Well, you know what, guys? The reason why they deleted it is because it wasn't going to fit their narrative. Because all everything that he was saying in these right-wing chat rooms all fit what the left libtards believe. So they need to get rid of all of the LGBTQ, all of the pro-Biden, all the pro-Democrat, all the pro-we-need-to-get-rid-of-the-Constitution. They needed to get rid of all of those platforms and then make sure they leave his search engines up though right so then the main mainstream establishment can show the world oh my god he searched through right wing extremism it's the republicans fault now the man charged in the killings uh, Peyton uh, Grindron 18 detailed his attacks on a discord a chat app that emerged from the video game world in 2015 and streamed it live on twitch we had the video you guys can go on rumble Look at the video if you want to see some gruesome shit. Which Amazon owns. The company managed to take down his video within two minutes, but many of the sources of disinformation he cited remain online even now. His paper trail provides a chilling glimpse into how he prepared a deadly assault online, cooling tips on weaponry and tactics, and finding inspiration in fellow racists and previous attacks that he largely mimicked with his own. Altogether, the content for, uh, formed a twisted and racist view of reality. The gunmen considered the IDs to be an alternative to mainstream views. It's, uh, yeah, guys, mainstream views. And uh, this is... Uh, this drives the narrative that, oh, yeah, we need to get rid of the mainstream. We only need state-run and government-run media to tell us what is going on, what we should do, how we should feel, when we should do it, when we should fuck, how we should fuck, what we should eat, when should we eat it. 
It's a, it's, it's, it's crazy, guys. They're convincing. You know, man, if, if Adolf Hitler was only alive today, he would probably just, he would be a Democrat, you know? He would be such a Democrat. He would be such a fun, loving, LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, Nazi loving, Ukraine pushing Democrat. He would love it, guys. Let's go to, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm your host, Leonardo. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and you are in our blazing segment where we cover the global reset, the great replacement, the secret societies, and the devil cult worshiping political system. And in their own words, in their own words, that they have they have penetrated our governments with these. And through these secret societies that they have used to penetrate our governments, and we are living in times where the mind is the the battle now, where information is everything to be a catalyst of whether or not it will set you free or constrain you to ideologies that doom yourself to self-destruct, that doom yourself to repeat the mistakes that have happened in the past. And we are living in times where Christianity is shunned upon every single where you go, where believing in God, you are be called a fool, where if you place your faith into humanity, you are deemed a loser. And every single which way you go, you see more evil and more wickedness surround you more and more and more as you fight to get out of that race that they have created for you. As you fight to break your mind out of the constraints that they have given to you. You better wake up. You better wake up real fast because we only have just this one chance we only have just this one chance to break free do you understand that we only got one shot and we are all actors in this movie so what's your verse going to be are you going to stand by while one group decides whether you live free or not whether you have children or not Are we going to stand by while one group decides whether we live or die? Through slow acclimatization of death and sometimes fast-paced, right then and there, death. So are we living in the days where mass shootings are artificial? Are we living in the days where vaccines are the creator and the corporate of new diseases and our own self-destruction? And I want to know, I want to know where are you in this world? Are you being complicit? 
are you telling yourself maybe it's best if I don't get involved because if I don't get involved, maybe, just maybe, this will all one day go away? Are you fighting? Are you fighting for yourself? Are you fighting for something more? Are you fighting to de defeat those demons that are within you? Or are you laying down every step? Letting them tell you what your ideologies are. Are you laying down and forgetting to breathe? I hope we all wake up soon. And this isn't the cliche of waking up. You see, I don't want you to just wake up and get out of your comfortability. I don't want you to just wake up and get out of your mindset. No, I want you to wake up. I want you to get out and use the thoughts in your heart, not in your mind. You don't understand that? They have controlled your mind, but we are still in control of our souls and of our hearts. So I want you to get real deep with me. You're going to have to get real, real deep with me because you can't talk to me about history and claim you're doing something that's never been seen before. So you better wake up. Do it now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. And this is Subliminal Message Studios. We are in our Blazes segment. I am your host, Leonardo. Thank you very, very much for joining me. And thank you very much for all your support. Thank you very much for everything that you do. Uh, I've always stated um, plenty of times on my podcast, whether you're on the left or the right side, I do want you to understand that the people that are giving you your ideologies, the trends, you know, the culturalism that you, uh, the culturalism that you are deeming cool, I want you to realize that they do not care about you. I want you to realize that if this war really comes to a head, I want you to realize something. And I want you to really, really feel this within your heart and within your mind and your soul. I want you to realize that all these people that are telling you to support this and do this and do that. I want you to know that they will not be on the front lines with you. They will not be on the front lines with you in this war. They will leave you in the dark while you are left to suffer all alone. So do not believe in this in the mainstream establishment telling you that you are not worth it. Do not believe in the mainstream establishment telling you that you need to support this country, but do not support your family. And we're and we're living in, and, and, and we're all living in it, guys. That's another thing, you know, and it's all here. You know, the global reset, you know, the great reset, that's openly pushed everywhere. That can't be called a conspiracy theory, uh, theory anymore. The great displacement, that can't be called a conspiracy theory anymore. The border's been wide open since God, since Lord's knows when. Here in America, it's not like this is the first time they've let the border just fling wide open. This is just the first time they've done it right in front of the American people's face. It's, we are living in a day where vaccines have become the new norm of medicine 
And th and that's what they're really, really trying to train people to believe a vaccination is. They, they want people to believe a vaccine is nothing but Tylenol in your cabinet. Why do you think the push for it is so hard? Because they need to get, they need to push it on the American people so much and on the world so much that they are so acclimated to getting a vaccine every day, every two weeks, every three weeks, every month. And it, it would be every second if they could really, really want, want to do it. But they're getting ready. They, they, they want to do it through the subliminal messaging of getting the world people to feel like a vaccine is nothing but something like Tylenol that's in your medicine cabinet. And that's the way they want you to feel about it. And if you haven't realized, they've done a damn good job. They've done a bang-up job. <laughs> they've done such a good job that there's uh, that even uh, that even almost 50% of the American people want to want to be locked down again. They actually want the government to control everything, where they get their news from, what uh, what thoughts they have. It's all here, ladies and gentlemen. They openly admit it all. Are we ready for a new world order? Well, the organizers here are nothing if not ambitious. The world as we know it has changed. Altering our current path to the future requires a strong and proactive leadership. The global economy is in transition. Now is the time to come together as governments, as nations, as people. Putting nature at the heart of how we innovate will make us ready for the final frontier. Putting people at the heart of robotics will create a better tomorrow between AI and society. The World Government Summit will enable nations to come together and take accountability. We cannot continue to destroy our environment. We are here to shape the future. Build a better tomorrow by taking action here and now. Your Excellency, are you ready? I think, uh, Becky, the, pro the main problem is uh, if you think of the technology, the technology is 21st century, 26th, 22nd century technology. What is happening in AI, what is happening uh, everywhere really that will really transform and is transforming our lives and also transforming uh, international relations. But I think the, uh, the frame of thinking is still 19th century. I think this is one of the problems that we have in the international system. Uh, if you look, we are still, it's still about nationalism, it's still about state sovereignty, it's still about use of force or non-use of force. And I think this is one of the major, major issues as uh, we try to uh, bridge really what is meant to uh, you know, governing international relations with the 19th century mode of thinking but at the same time with technology fast, fast ahead of us in the curve. That I think will be a major problem. My mentor on issues of world order is Henry Kissinger, so I'll try to channel him. And forgive me, Dr. Kissinger. But his answer would be, what do you mean no new world order? We have not had a world order yet.
what we had is we had a Western order that was imposed on the world. And I think where we are now, and this gets to your question, Becky, of a new world order, is uh, it can go in two directions with the war in Ukraine now being a decisive element. Either the jungle is back, as the historian Bob Kagan talks, and, and that we can go into a darker era, um, or we could go into an era because of the advances of science, advances of technology, that could be one of the most prosperous, promising, progressive, enlightened, moderate, modern eras that we've ever faced. If, if we are looking at a new world order, a new world order that is, as Pippa describes it, decentralized, if we are looking at a new world that is not a sing single power based, as it were, and a world that is layered by these what feel like very new global issues of climate change, of cybersecurity, as you suggest, of technology and the speed of that. What does that mean for this region? Because the perspective that we discuss world order through, as Fred has rightly pointed out, has been a Western perspective. My sense is that we must stop doing that. So what, what is the impact well, I think, I think to start with, uh, Becky, the region has to catch up. Mm. I mean, the region is really uh, behind various other regions uh, in, uh, in the world. And I think it's by uh, prioritizing its own uh, politics and prioritizing its own polarizing wars and, and confrontations. The region really, I think, number one, uh, as the world is becoming multipolar, and I believe it is, and I agree also with the idea that this multipolarity is moving from economic to, uh, from political to economic to what I would call even currency multipolarity as we move forward. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71, and so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Uh, but also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? And I think we cannot leave this event without speaking about the need to prepare now 
to prevent a catastrophe mm. because the loss of the fertilizers from both Russia and Belarus, mm. the enormous increase in the oil price, which directly hits farmers around the world, already has caused a jump in the wheat price, which is the single most important foodstuff for this region. And last time we saw this, that was a major contributing factor to the Arab Spring. So now is the time to think through how will we solve this? Mm. And that will be part of the answer of what will the new order work like. And then tell, tell us and tell the audience, should compliance measures such as AML, CTF, and KYC be utilized in this new world of stable coins and central bank digital currencies? Thanks, Gabe. Um, so I'm Jonathan. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of a company called Chainalysis. We provide investigation and anti-money laundering software for cryptocurrencies uh, across the world, including here in Dubai. And so what we have seen over the years uh, in crypto is that you can actually have this type of unprecedented transparency um, that was being spoken about that actually you're able to monitor for the types of AML and CFT risks in a open and permissionless environment. And you know, whether that is in Bitcoin or Ethereum or whether those are you know, stable coins that are based on those blockchains, you know, we are able to you know, follow the money in those scenarios and actually detect you know, different structuring um, and, and really all of the different ways in which people can abuse cryptocurrencies, including stable coins. The nature of money is going to change quite dramatically. The old systems of, uh, of trust and of ownership uh, will have to adapt radically. Maybe the financial system will become so complicated as AI takes over more and more uh, of the action that no, it will be just too complicated for the human mind. So how does the system function when nobody, no human, really understands it? Maybe the ultimate destiny of Homo sapiens is just the consumers. You don't need humans for anything except as consumers. There are many occasions in history when uh, people didn't value very much other people as consumers. If you think about slave economies, so you didn't think, oh, we should, we should uh, uh, liberate all the slaves and improve their conditions so that they will buy our products. Uh, and in the future, slavery is, is unlikely to return. If, if you need less humans, you definitely don't need slaves. But you could, for example, encounter a situation in which machines are also the consumers. You need consumers, but they, even, even in consumption, somebody is doing a better job than humans. You could have an entire economy flourishing without humans in the loop. You can have one corporation that mines ore and produces steel and sells it to a second corporation that produces robots. And they are sold back to the mining corporation uh, that mines more steel, more, more iron, produces steel, sells it to the robots corporation. And these two corporations can form an entire economic ecosystem which can spread from planet Earth to other planets and throughout the galaxy just colonizing new planets and asteroids to mine things, and you just don't need humans in the loop. It's not a law of nature 
that you always need humans even as consumers, or, or all the humans as consumers. They, there could be, potentially, other consumers out there. Now the question arises, but what's the point? What's the point of having this closed circle economy that benefits nobody outside? But you can ask the same thing about the human economy. You could have sophisticated economies in the future in which humans, or at least many humans, are not needed even as consumers. I think it's specifically about Europe, is how few people are willing to kill or be killed for uh, nationalism, which is a wonderful development, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, a century or two ago, to decide the question, like whether Britain should be part of a, of a European Union or, a, or an allegedly independent country, you would need a big war with millions of people being killed and injured and so forth. Uh, as far as I know, in, the, in Brexit, only one person lost her life, a British MP who was murdered by some fanatic. Mm. And the rest of the people just followed whatever the, the, the referendum said. And it's the same with the Scottish referendum. In past century, if Scotland wanted to be independent of London, and they wanted to, to be independent a couple of times, they needed to raise an army and to confront the, the, the armies that London would send from the south to, to burn Edinburgh down. Now they just go to a referendum, and almost everybody just accepts the results. Very few people are willing to actually be killed or to kill. The three biggest problems we face are nuclear war, climate change, and technological disruption. And none of these problems can be solved on the level of a single nation. You just can't solve climate change or regulate AI on the level of a single nation. So the only solution to these global problems is greater global cooperation. Whether we actually see greater global cooperation, I don't know. It's the wise thing to do, but we should never underestimate human stupidity. The most important fact about living in the 21st century is that we are becoming hackable animals. And you have these two components. The animals come from biology and from biotech, and the, and the hacking comes from infotech and from computers. Mm -hmm. But for almost any change that people talk about today, you need to take biology into account. Even something like a self-driving car. For a self-driving car on, a, on the road, it's important to first be able to tell the difference between a child and an adult, to gouge the, the, the age of that human being, and to know something about what's the difference in behavior between an 8-year-old, an 18-year-old, and an 80-year-old mm -hmm. person. And that's critical, even for something like self-driving car. When you reach the point when you say, okay, I want an AI doctor, I want an AI teacher to replace or augment uh, human doctors and human teachers, then it's obvious that without biotech, you are not going to get very far. Do you think there could be such a thing as an AI doctor? Certainly. I think it will be, uh, it's, it's coming quite soon. It will have immense benefits for, for humans. You go around 24 hours a day with biometric sensors on or inside your body, mm -hmm. and they constantly send information. So you're monitored. Hmm? You are monitored. You're monitored all the time. All the, time. The, the information goes to an AI doctor, maybe on your smartphone or on whatever, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, uh, analyzes all this stream of information 
and monitors your health in a way which no human doctor can, can, can even approach. As far as, as biology tells us today, anger and fear and depression, they are also biochemical processes, biochemical patterns, just like flu or cancer. If the AI can diagnose flu, it can also diagnose anger. And the fact that it doesn't have any emotions of its own actually makes it in, in, in many situations much better because it has no distractions. People will become so used to computers that are so empathic, that really understand me so deeply, that really care about my tiniest nuance of, of emotion, that humans will not be able to compete. We will become intolerable to all these humans who don't understand us the way that the computers understand us. Yeah, I gotta tell you, ladies and gentlemen, um, just what a, what a freaking time to be alive. So, getting into some, uh, getting getting into some uh, more news, guys. Not not. Lord help us. Not to say there isn't a lot going on, especially especially when it comes to um when it comes to the military or what the militaries of the world around the around the world are doing right now. Excuse me. Sorry about that. For instance, um the Biden administration has just came out and um, just came out and said that they're going to be sending uh, sending some of our troops to go out to Ukraine and teach those boys out in Ukraine how to use some of the fighter jets that we've acquired out there. Hold on, let me make sure this I got this right. I I. I um, I apologize. I just want to make sure I got that correct. So um, he's just announced that he sent in a, another $700 million and uh, more military aid, and including key rockets to repel Russian advances. And because uh, the Russians are beating the Ukraine's, uh, the Ukraine military's asses out there, and they've been doing that, you can literally see the mainstream establishment media kind of putting out one tabloid about how Ukraine's winning the war, and then they'll put out another tabloid and saying how bad Russia is actually beating them. So it's all the double face talk, you know what I mean? It's all the double tongue. The you know the the psychology of, of telling you everything is okay and then beating your ass right after telling you that. And then right after they beat your ass, you know what I mean? They you know it's okay, it's alright, it's alright, you're gonna be alright. <coughs> you know? You know, and then give you a big old, you know, and um so a whole a seven hundred million dollars, and this also includes um includes some of our troops going out to Ukraine to train some of these boys on how to use these rockets, and I, I believe uh, they're actually training some of the jet, uh, some of their fighter uh, fighter pilots out in Ukraine. They're bringing some of our Air Force members out there to teach them how to, how to teach them boys how to fly their jets too. But almost, oh, like I said, guys, sixty billion dollars we have sent to Ukraine, guys. 60 billion dollars. Okay? 
All right, now the White House uh, said Wednesday it will send another $700 million in military aid to Ukraine, including medium-range rockets that could help it repel Russian advances in the battleground in Donbass region. The high-tech rockets are a part of a new trench of weaponry, including helicopters, javelin, and anti-tank weapon systems, and tactical vehicles. The U.S. has so far provided about $4.5 billion in aid to embattled Ukraine since Russia launched Oh, okay, and unprovoked invasion in late February. Um, so they're just kind of forget. They're I don't know why they're saying four point five billion dollars. Did we just forget about the billions and billions of other dollars that we gave them or something like that? But this is, of course, a MSN article, so I can see how they're leaving the other $50 billion right here. Because they're also going to include, they say that, and then right down here they say, now um we've uh, the military is also including over 50 over 51 billion dollars in other assets including military equipment such as other javelins and or anti-tank uh anti-tank missiles and anti-tank claymores to provide to the Ukrainian uh Ukrainian military. An elderly woman walks uh next to a building and damaged by an overnight missile strike in Slovakia in Ukraine. Um this was a Wednesday, June 1st in 2022. I'll post a picture on um, my uh, Facebook page and our Instagram, whatever. Um, now, Ukrainian leaders have not been pleading with the U.S. for the rockets because they have seen as a crucial tool to uh, turn back the Russian onslaught and the Donbass, which is the industrial heartland of the nation. The rocket system is known as a high mobility artillery rocket system or HIMARS, HIMARS which is mounted on a truck and can carry a container with six, six rockets. President Biden wants to give the Ukrainians the tools they need to push back Russia's advance without giving them the ability to strike deep into Russian, Russia itself, which would trigger an escalation in the war. Well, okay, so get, get this here, guys. We already have. So this uh, what, they're, what, what, what they're really, really trying to say is they don't want it to be so apparent to the American people that we are giving, that we are arming Ukraine up to push that war in to Russia. Because out of the own, I, I, ha, I have a video, guys. I have, I have a video, guys, and I, I advise, I advise you guys all to go uh, uh, look at my, um, go look it up on my Instagram and or Twitter. I posted both of these videos on there, and I posted it multiple times on uh, Rumble and here on Anchor and Spotify of. Ukrainian special forces flat out blatantly telling NATO members what their ultimate plan is. And what their ultimate plan was is, well, at least what the, out of their own mouths were, we plan on after we get an, after we are able to push Russia out of Ukraine, we are going to then invade Russia, break Russia into five different parts, and then start to invade Europe. This is directly what they're saying their ultimate goal is. That is exactly what the military of Ukraine, like, that's, it, it's amazing, guys. But it, it, anyways, um, now, uh, this, and, and like I said, they're doing this. Let me try to stay on subject. I apologize. They're doing this because they don't want to be, to be so frank to the American people that we're helping the Ukrainian military invade Russia and that's exactly what Russia is scared of. That's exactly why Russia had to invade Ukraine because NATO and the U.S. overthrew the government almost eight, nine years ago now. 
Now, um, so President Joe Biden speaks in the Oval Office of the White House in uh, Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, May 31st in 2022. Now, Kremlin uh, spokesperson Dmitry uh, Peskov countered that the U.S. is deliberately and diligently pouring fuel on the fire by supplying the new weaponry. Paskov says Moscow doesn't trust Ukrainians' promise to not strike inside Russia, and they shouldn't because they've stated multiple times that that is exactly their plan. And this handout photo released by Russian Defense Ministry Press Service released on Wednesday, June 1st, 2022, the Russian military's Ergon military rocket launchers fire rockets at Ukrainian troops at an undisclosed location. We'll have that picture posted on our Twitter feed as well, ladies and gentlemen. Subliminal Message Studios, all one word. Look us up, guys. And especially follow us right here on Anchor. That is mainly where you guys want to follow us, right here on Anchor and Spotify. Now, the the city uh, the city of uh, Donbass, if you, uh, I've played multiple videos of the people of Donbass telling, telling mainstream media that it is not the Russians that are coming here and killing us. It is the Ukrainian military that is continuing to come in here and shell us because we are Russian-speaking Ukrainians and they are coming here and they are genociding us. Multiple videos. I'd advise you guys, if you guys, and, and I'm, I'm getting ready to play one of those videos just for you right now. Hold on. This biological projects that look like a secret biological military program. This activity is being carried out in the center of Eastern Europe and on the western borders of Russia. It is a real threat to the biosecurity of our country, the region, and given the cross-border nature of these bio-threats to the whole world. There is no information on this in the reporting stipulated by the Bio and Toxin Weapons Convention from the from Ukraine or from the United States, as was confirmed by Mr. Markham. Preventing this dangerous activity is possible only through our special military operation. Since the previous meeting, we two months have passed and we've received much new evidence. All of these materials we have placed on the through the Security Council, and I'd like to draw your attention to the most salient pieces of information here. As comes from the documentation on Project 3007, monitoring of epidemiological and the environmental situation with the proliferation in Ukraine of dangerous waterborne diseases, Ukrainian specialists, under the supervision of American colleagues, have regularly carried out collection of water samples of, from rivers flowing through Ukraine, including the Dnieper, the Danube, and the Dniester, and also the North Crimean Canal. The aim here is to establish the presence in them of specific dangerous pathogens, including cholera, typhoid, hepatitis A and E, and to evaluate the way in which they spread through the water in order to make a, draw conclusions on the ability of these pathogens to incapacitate. Then the collections of these samples were sent to the United States. We have a logical question. Why? Why is a collection of dangerous pathogens being collected by the United States, which might then spread through the waters of this region? Even a look at a Ukrainian map of the water sources in that country is enough to understand that the results of this scientific experiment might be used to create a biological catastrophe, not only in Russia, but on the whole, through the waters of the Azov and Black Seas and in Eastern Europe, including Belarus, Moldova and Poland. The documents say that the Kiev regime is trying to receive access to the technical means to deliver dangerous bioagents through the air. 
Last year, the Ukrainian side asked the Turkish manufacturer of drones, Baikar Makina, whether it was possible to equip a, the drone Bayraktar with an aerosol equipment that would allow it to spread aerosols, more than 20 liters of them, over a distance of 300 kilometers while in flight. A copy of this letter was disseminated by us on the 19th of April in the document collection that we had then. This system, given the distance of the flight, would represent a real threat of the broad use of dangerous bioaerosols across the territory of the Russian Federation. There is also evidence of the direct involvement of the political establishment in the United States in financing the military and biological activities in Ukraine through subcontractors from the Pentagon, such as Black and & Veatch and Metabiota. The aims, however, were far from scientific. In a letter from the Vice President of Metabiota in particular, it says that its aim in Ukraine was to guarantee, and I quote, the cultural and economic independence of Ukraine from Russia, end quote. To put it mildly, this is an unusual objective for a biotech company. And with the financing and direct involvement of the U.S. Ministry of Defense through its Defense Threat Reduction Agency, there is a network of biolaboratories that are carrying out various pieces of military biological research. According to preliminary data, this network covers Kiev, Odessa, Lvov, Kharkov, Nijapadrovsk, Kherson, Ternopil, Ushgorod, and Vinitsa. In this list, we can now add Mariupol. There are two biolaboratories in the city where we found evidence of the speedy destruction of documents that confirmed that it was working with the American military establishment. The preliminary analysis of the documentation shows that in Mariupol, it's being used as a regional center for the collection and for the a passport system for cholera pathogens. The samples that were collected were sent to the Center of Public Health in Kiev, which has the function to further then send on the biomaterial to the United States. This activity has been going on since 2014, as confirmed by the documents covering the distribution of the samples. There's also a health epidemiological laboratory in Mariupol, where we found a document suggesting that a collection of pathogen were destroyed and that documents from the 25th of February 2022. According to it there, there was work with cholera pathogens, also pathogens for deer fly fever, anthrax, in other words with various potential bioagents. Part of the connection of a veterinary laboratory wasn't destroyed in a hurry. In that, their specialists found pathogens which aren't really usual for veterinary illnesses such as typhus, paratyphus and... Thank you very much, Mr. President. Once again, there are attempts to divert the discussion and to move the focus from the subject that we initially raised and to mix together chemical and biological weapons. Colleagues, these are different things. President, you talked about both, but we are talking about specific facts that we have uncovered and a specific, in specific documents that indicate that biological laboratories in the Ukraine and in and working with the United States are carrying out biological programs. We have distributed several hundred documents. There are specific data there, specific cases, specific companies, specific people. If you think this isn't enough evidence, then what is evidence to you? You don't answer our questions, not only within the Security Council. In our statement, we already said that the United States hasn't provided any information or clarifications about the nature of the real aims of its biological activities in Ukraine, 
including within the preparatory conference for the ninth review conference for the BWC in Geneva, which is a specialized forum. You're trying to pretend that, that nothing serious is happening. But unfortunately, that it is happening. And we want clarifications from you. We've mentioned which mechanisms we might utilize. We won't leave this subject. Your attempt to turn our specific objections to you and our specific questions into a common pathology in talking about Russian propaganda won't, won't work. You'll have to provide specific clarifications about the criminal activity that you're involved in. Thank you. And that was just on the bio, uh, biological warfare. There's a, there's a whole lot more videos, guys. And I, I advise you, uh, I'd advise you to go on Band Video and go to War Russia versus Ukraine, and you can find all of uh, this uh, great journalist. And he is out in Ukraine, actually covering what is actually happening in the war when it comes to. Russia and Ukraine. He's actually there in the middle of it. So I'd advise you, I'd advise you to go on Bandai Video and check out all of his uh, all of his um, interviews with the Ukrainian people, interviews with the Russian people, interviews with the troops, the Ukrainian troops, the Russian troops. I'd advise you guys to watch it so you guys can actually see what is going on out there because it is very, very troublesome, man. And often, we, we often forget that war is a racket and in my own term, the term I like to use is in war, deception is nobody's enemy, but it is everyone's friend. And that's what we're seeing right now, ladies and gentlemen. It really, really is. So a whole nother 222, uh, um, uh, um, I'm very sorry. Let me make sure I got the I got what we're sending out correct because there's been um, I, I see 222 over 700 million dollars. Uh, the Biden administration has just sent over to Ukraine because the Russians are beating um, the Ukraine's ass in Maripol and Donbass in the Donbass region in the Slavic region. And the Ukrainians are leaving their troops to stray. They're just leaving them in the. They're leaving them in the wind. There's multiple videos coming out of Ukrainian troops claiming that they're actually going to switch sides because they're being left with no ammo, no water, no food, no no nothing, and they're just being left at their positions. And they're they're losing, guys. So around $55 billion, almost $60 billion we have sent to the Ukrainian Nazis. It's, uh, man, just wow. If this isn't a war game within itself that the Pentagon could be running, just, just knowing how much they might have to spend in an effort to actually uh, put up some kind of an effort of a fight against Russia... Uh, they've already war gamed over a billion dead when it came to when it comes to war with Russia and China. And China and Russia, they're they're no slouch either, guys. Right now, North Korea and South Korea are getting in the game. And I'm just touching base on this real quick before we get back into our um get back into our uh, cultural trends for crying out loud. 
But guys, let me just cut that off right there because that is a different segment for our military news, and that's Subliminal Message Studios. We can also find those there here as well, right right here where you're listening to this one. But guys, um, getting into some uh, getting into some more stuff. So the Pentagon has reported high levels of forever chemicals in the drinking water near their bases. The Defense Department is reporting high levels of toxic. Perifloric flocky and polyfluorocacy how flock substances PFAS to be short in drinking water near several of its bases. Now, uh, this is according to new data released by the department. Drinking water tested near bases in Washington State, Pennsylvania, Florida, and Michigan found levels of the chemicals well above a health threshold set by the EPA or Environmental Protection Agency. Now, PFAS is the name for a group of thousands of chemicals, some of which have been linked to health issues. Get this, guys, such as kidney and testicular cancer and liver damage. I, I You can't make this shit up, guys. I'm being... Look it up, all right? So, the substances have been used in products such as firefighting foam, which is used by the military. For this reason, PFAS can be found near military bases and can contaminate nearby water. But the problem with this contamination is they're saying that it's actually breached into civilian water wells as well. So uh, what has been a long been known that PFAS have leached into groundwater near military installations, the new data provides an official glimpse into how it has impacted nearby drinking water. While the EPA has said that levels of two types of PFAS called PFOA and PFOS should not exceed 70 parts per trillion, uh, that's uh, PPT uh, for short, and states have called for even lower levels, finding that some of the bases far exceed that. Now, on a one, assec- uh, one assessment from October found a sample of drinking water near the Naval Air Station at Washington State's Winnebie Island contained 4,722 PPT of F- PFOS, and in September, a sample containing a 208 PPT of PFOA was detected. So, right, so the main thing, so the main, uh, before I can go on with this, the the um the the similarities how am i how how am i going to say the similarities now pfas is a name for a group of thousands of chemicals some of which have been linked to health issues such as kidney and testicular cancer and liver damage what is flying through the roof right now and especially in young adults and they're even saying that it's reporting high levels of toxic high levels so it's not, they're not saying, so like you have to understand, when it, they're not saying that this is met at 70 parts, per, uh, 70 parts per trillion. This is met at way, way more than that at high levels risk, meaning the people that are drinking the water in these certain states are poisoning themselves. And inadvertently, these bases are literally, literally poisoning these states and killing them, giving them cancer making them unable to live a fruitful life. It's all about depopulation. 
So why do you think this will probably get wiped under the rug? And inadvertently, I'm looking at, I, and, and watch for the rescreen because I always screenshot a lot of the articles that I read, guys, because a lot of these articles, you can go back to them like two, three hours later, something like that, and they'll be redacted or they'll be changed, they'll be altered. They'll be altered in some type of way. So, um, once again, uh, the Department of Defense uh, spokesperson did not immediately respond to a request for comment. But the findings note that there, that there were PFOA and PFOS levels exceeding the EPA's advisory as a result of department's activities. The DOD immediately took action to address the drinking water exposure. The department was required to disclose the drinking water testing under the fiasco of 2022's National Defense Authorization Act. They weren't even going to release this information in short. They weren't even going to say anything about it, but more than likely, whistleblowers and other people started to uh, sound off uh, sound off, I apologize, against uh, the Pentagon poisoning the waters of, of Florida and the others and, and the, uh, the waters of Florida and the other states um, in those areas and, and in other bases such as Michigan as well. They weren't even going to say anything. They were just going to continue to let what happen, you know. And then, you know, if anything, they were going to say, oh, well, it's the Republican. It's the Republicans. They're the ones that are doing it. Yeah, they're the ones that were doing it. It's bad enough that they're putting that they're poisoning us with fluoride, which is exactly what they're doing uh, doing uh, doing with fluoride to make directly. If you look up fluoride and uh, literally look it up and see what it does to the human frontal lobe, or see what it does to the certain membranes of your uh, certain parts of your brain that control complacency or to make you more you know vulnerable to be like okay all right fine i'll accept it fluoride attacks that heavily it attacks that heavily and it makes you more complicit it makes you more okay with being under a tyrannical government it makes you more okay with being forced vaccinated it makes you more okay with being a slave, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, man, you know, what, what, what can we say, guys? The Pentagon is uh, out there poisoning the naval base's water, poisoning our soldiers, poisoning other states to give them more testicular cancer and cause kidney disease and liver damage. The ADL is out there falsifying, falsifying statistics so they can drive the narrative that gun owners, white supremacists, I should just say white people, gun owners, white people, Christians, they're constitutionalists. They're all the main threat to our society. And those are the people you need to hate. While the, while the Democrats go all over Twitter, go all over social media, have press conferences, and get George Soros Nazi-funded money and Henry Kissinger Nazi-funded Nazi money, deep state Nazi-funded money... To quote unquote protest until they get gun reform. To protest until they get gun reform. Did you hear what I said? The Canadas are uh, the the Canadians have just fell completely to the globalists. If they don't start a revolution, I'm sorry to say that they're done. 
whatever way you want to take that revolution, by the way, I'm not Canadian. Um, and God be with them, man, because they are under, they are under, oh man, I can't, they are under deep threat, especially right now. Under a dictator like Trudeau, oh, that is some scary, scary, scary shit. It's even more scary than being under uh, President uh, uh, President Biden right now. President can't change my underwear. President, I'm going to make sure I asked the security agent, did my dog bite you? Because I'm not for sure myself. As a matter of fact, I just woke up with my finger on the nuclear button. This includes protests at Supreme Court Justice Judges' Houses. And now the Supreme Court judge, uh, the, so the Supreme Court is having to ask their clerks for their phones because they're trying to find out who leaked the information because there have been multiple, multiple threats to their lives telling them that they will die, they will have their whole families get killed if they don't change their positions on getting rid of the Second Amendment and Roe versus Wade. What a time to be alive. And nothing is being done. The man who just got caught framing Donald Trump and leaking National security information connecting Ukrainian Nazis to a White House server and the Donald Trump Towers gaining national security information. Stuff that if me or you did, we would be sent to Guantanamo Bay in a heartbeat. The FBI just let him off of jail. He is not spending one day in jail. The FBI just let him off. What a time to be alive, guys. What a fucking what what a, what a what a what a fucking time to be alive. Excuse my language, but holy crap. What well, you know, I mean what what's such a invigorating time to be alive, right? After all, if I support if I support Ukraine, I'm ahead of the curve. If I have a Black Lives Matter freaking sign in my profile pic, obviously that means I'm not racist. If I support killing babies out of the womb, but then I turn around and say, oh, well, you know what? We need to ban guns because gun laws are going to keep us safe. That obviously means I'm definitely, definitely politically correct. Like, what kind of, what kind of world are we living in, honestly? You know what? I know what kind of world we're living in. I shouldn't say that because it's even oxymoronic for me to say that. Let me, uh, um... Let me restate myself. What a devil world we are living in. And he's got all of us, too. He, he's got so many of us hooked. Most of my listeners does not got us hooked. We all know what he's up to. But I crap you not. I crap you not. What a time to be alive. And we're all taking sides, and, th- and this is the best thing. This is the best thing. We're all arguing. With, we're all arguing with each other. Acting like the people that are really pulling the strings, we act like they really care whether on whether we are on the left or the right side. They don't give a shit. Think they really care about that? They don't care diddly squat about none of that. None of that. You see, they want your soul. They want your organs. 
They want you to accept you killing yourself. They want you to think it's cool. They want you to think it's trendy. They want you to, they want you to mutate with machines that they have controlled, that they put their own algorithms in. And you know what those algorithms represent? Everything that you supposedly hate. Racism, anger, hatred, vanity. Self-destruction. They put all those algorithms in there and then they tell you to be a part of the trend. They tell you to be part of this culture. They want you to kill yourself. They want you to not wake up and realize that we are under globalist attack. While they turn around and tell you anybody that anybody that mentions the great reset, the great displacement, that vaccines are killing people. Operation Paperclip that they are forming the Kittler experiment 5.0 that every single thing that they are doing in the school system every single one of the beliefs that they are pushing is not new it is all all very very old and we simply forgot history Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios. I'm your host, Leonardo. That's going to bring me to the end of this broadcast. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. But more, more, more importantly, man, follow me right here on Anchor and Spotify. Follow me on Rumble for more of a visual representation. You can get that from Anchor and Spotify as well. But follow me on all my uh, platforms, guys, so you can always stay updated on the real information. What's really, really, really going on? Who is really, really pulling these strings? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. I'll catch you later.